Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by AssholeConsulting.com, Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. Your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Oh, good morning, children. Cappy is going to chintz out. He's going to do a podcast while he's hiking again down Black Mountain, which is kind of my standard go-to mountain. And I'm going to get a podcast in. And that way I can upload it. And I can throw you animals some meat. And then I don't have to... Look how I combined. I'm being very efficient, very economic. Doing a hike. Doing the pie. I'm doing it on the way down. Going up, you just hear... Because after writing and the cancer scare and everything, my body is in shit shape. Not ship shape, shit shape. I'm in very bad shape. So I gotta wait till I'm going on the way down to do the hike. And the great thing about this hike is uh, going up, you probably wanna use the switchbacks. Uh, but going down, I just kinda cut through the middle. <laughs> the forestry, God almighty, fuck you, DNR agents and forestry people and environmental science majors and you're fucking, but go fuck yourself. No, just fuck you. Aaron, wouldn't you be on the side of the BLM and the forestry? In some ways I am, yes. A, a good friend of mine is a DNR agent. I got another buddy who's in the Bureau of Land Management. BLM, Bureau of Land Management, not Black Lives Matter, has a completely different meaning out west. <clears throat> but to show you how Nazi-like they've become, um... It's like, do not leave the trail. Do not walk off the trail. Stay, literally, stay within the lines. And going up, that makes sense because it's a pretty steep incline. Um, and so I could see why you want to, you know, because your cardio. But going down, it's like, I don't need to, I need to stand. I'll go straight. It's downhill. And uh, some of these rangers, man, the fucking Nazis, like, uh, you walked off the trail. You're not so you're you're tearing up uh, what is it? The environment. You're you're tra- you're traipsing. It's something like you're disturbing. That's you're disturbing the natural habitat. I'm like of what? Geckos, rattlesnakes, and scorpions. What? They they really think walking off trail is going to cause some damage, and no doubt. No doubt, if one of you people are listening with your master's degree in forestry, I'm sure you've conducted a study that suggests the possible correlative effect with the possibility and the potential that theoretically there might hypothetically be some kind of ancillary, unforeseen damage. Keep in mind, the study suggests. Does it prove? Not conclusive. It just suggests. And boy, you guys, you lefties, you sure like those, those are, that's the ammo in your machine gun, isn't it? All these studies that prove exactly what you want it to prove, but not conclusively (laughs) suggest possible correlation. As they either don't, don't walk off the trail. Send a fucking forest ranger out after me then. You, I want to see you motherfuckers enforce it. 
I'll tell you the story again about Glacier National Park. I don't know how big it is. Six million square miles is still Monster Park. You cannot poop or pee, urinate or defecate within, what, 50 yards of the trail? And you have to bury your poop. Go fuck yourself, lady. It was this old bo- boomer park ranger lady. Like a little, you know, no makeup. Doesn't know what a penis looks like. Only saw it in the movies. Probably had PTSD from seeing it. Just a marm. Just a school marm. Just this old, bitter, like the epitome of spinster. Just no fun. <clears throat> I'm sitting there thinking to myself, lady, I'm going to shit wherever the fuck I want. I'm not going to shit on the trail. I know that. I'm not going to pee on the trail. I understand. Go off the trail. And I'm huge. I'm huge about not littering. Pisses me off when I see people litter. It's like, come on. That's the basic. But now you fucking Nazi, fascist, communist fucks. You've taken it too far. You have to bury your shit 50 yards. Who came up with 50 yards? What fucking... I, God, you know it's you know it's some academic. You know, it's some fucking academic who never went on a hike in his life, never saw a bear, ran some soil samples, you know. Some, some academic sitting over at Battalion or HQ just, you know, not never, never fired a gun in his life. Never fucking... Am I lost already? No, I'm not. I'm just going to angle right here. Telling some battle-hardened soldier what to do in the front lines. Well, he did a study and an analysis. And uh, you see, if, you're, if you defecate 50 yards away, this results in less erosion. And the salt deposits went, shut up. Just shut the fuck up. I'm going to piss and shit wherever the fuck I want in these great big national parks. And I want to see you come out there and enforce that fucking law. (laughs) Kind of an interesting line, like, all right, I understand, we got to have laws. You you can't can't just be chaotic animals running around. (sighs) It's what separates us from the animals, Jonathan. If anyone could get what movie that's from. I get it, but when it's because you're an academic hack, because you're a fucking worthless nobody, and you got to jerk off to your bullshit doctorate in education, you know, what is it, uh, I think we should find out whoever came up with uh, No Child Left Behind or New Math, we're just going to hunt your motherfucking ass down and not kill you. We're just going to put a sign on you that says, I came up with New Math, but I was never a teacher. And we're going to parade you through the cities. And we're going to give people canes and whips. And we're going to beat the ever-living shit out of you. You academic, no-experience fuck. It's the same thing with these people who come up with this fucking bullshit. You can't, you can't cross the... Oh my god, you went off the path. You went off the path. See, now look at this. I have saved myself at least 75% of the hiking. I've crossed this trail four times now and it zigzags. I know exactly where I got to go, right over here. So going up, it's twice as long as coming down. And if somebody at the Department of Nevada National Resort, whatever, I don't know what kind of park, I think I'm on federal land, I don't know. You guys want to send an agent, waste the taxpayers' money. We have proof you hiked off the trail. No, I didn't. (laughs) All right, dude. Okay, Bucky. Captain Park Ranger, 
We'll run up that mountain. If you can catch me, I'll agree to go under arrest with you. I'll do whatever you want. I'll help maintain the trails. <laughs> you can catch me with your fucking doctorate in forestry, but you've never climbed a tree in your life, and you've only studied bark samples in your fucking cute little lab there. Never climbed the mountain? Fine, fine. If you can catch me, then we'll go. Yeah, here's the trail again. Man, I'm saving a lot. Woo! Look at this. Oh, I better not go that way. That looks a little too craggy. This clunking here, I don't know if you can hear it. That's two soda cans that I drank during the hike. I crushed and I put it in my pocket because I don't litter. But that's the thing. It's like there, there's, I, you're going to get most quasi-moral people. My faith in humanity dwindles every day, just chipped away at my soul. Um, you'll get most, but yeah, don't, don't litter, that's dumb, come on, come on. If for anything, maturity, but then you cross the line with no child left behind, new math, <laughs> let's take Virginians guns away, then it's like, no, no, I'm not going to follow your fucking rules, no, I'm not, nope, we had, we had an agreement Here's a degree. This is a document. I know it pisses you leftists off that there's this document that says I have the right to bear arms. <laughs> and I'd lo just loved it. Because that's it. I think that's the crossing line for a lot of guys and gals. That's the crossing line. No. <laughs> no, you're not taking this gun away. <laughs> just, just you try. <clears throat> you know, you're, you're not going to mouth off to the Muslims because they'll fucking blow you up. And, uh, you know, Americans, they might have a little, they might tolerate a little little more of a dick in the ass. But then you pull out this big-ass diddle, say, we're going to shove this up your ass. No, you're not. No, you're really not. And uh, if you think that uh, you're going to shove that dildo up my ass, I have news for you. There's going to be bullets flying your way. So you, you go right ahead. And if I get a park ranger lecturing me that's not worth violence or anything like that but you just lose respect you just you just lose respect for the for law enforcement i'm generally pro law enforcement blue thin blue line you'll usually get me to side with the cops i'm not one of these cop hating libertarians but there's there's a couple police departments you know i give them a fair shake there's a couple cops and police departments where it's like yeah i'm not helping you out mendota heights is one uh, any Wisconsin cop, I'm not helping you out. Uh, Minneapolis police, oh, fuck no. St. Paul police, yes. St. Paul police are pretty cool. Now, keep in mind, that was 20 years ago. White Bear Lake, cool cops. But my God, Minneapolis for a while there, they were giving out rolling stop tickets because there, uh, there wasn't enough money for the parasitic class. So you got to go, and, hey, rolling stop. I came to a full stop. No, you didn't. Here's your ticket. Fuck you. And they price it just so it's not worth your time to go there. <laughs> oh, oh, California. California! Dan -da -dan -da. Stupid assholes, stupid assholes, stupid assholes, stupid assholes. Debt, 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 shooting, debt, 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 shooting, traffic! You guys are going to have a, a progressive income or what would you got? Progressive fee system for your traffic tickets. <laughs> you fucking idiots.
the inf- the accounting and enforcement costs. Not even, it's not even enforcement. I had the enforcement's already there with the cops. But what? Now what? You gotta have them fill out a tax form. You, they gotta send in their their uh, their their W twos or the ten ninety nines or their ten forties. And then you got to do all this, and then someone's got to edit it, someone's got to look at it, and, oh, here's your current... What, what is the maintenance costs on that? Here's an idea. If it's too expensive for everybody... They, there was some article came out. And I, don't quote me on the numbers, but it was multiple billions in both cases. Um, they collected multiple billions, I don't know, per year, per quarter, in... Um, uh, traffic violations, traffic fees, but there's still multiple billions outstanding because people weren't paying them. <laughs> hey, how about this, California? Jobs programs. Go hire a bunch of people, make them cops or deputize them, and then go have them beat the crap out of Well, not beat the crap, but beat it out of them. Hey, you owe this money. Where is it? Okay, you're under arrest now. Isn't that how it's supposed to work? No, no. You're going to have... I remember there was um, just another just another way to drive up compliance costs. That's what it was, compliance costs. The, uh, before Obama, there was a flat uh, capital gains tax. You had long-term capital gains and short-term capital gains. So it was all the same rate for everybody. It was not complicated. Capital gains... Multiply it by this percent, add it to your tax bill. Oh no, now we have a progressive capital tax. <laughs> capital gains, sorry, not capital, capital gains. And yes, there is a difference. Capital tax is what communists wants. We're just going to take all your capital. And then Ocasio-Cortez, who worked one time, six months at a bar, she's going to know how to run everything much more efficiently than you. So I just, just keep on going. Keep on going. There was that uh, video of the, of the, uh, what's it called, the news anchors. And they were all um, shocked when they found out they were passing the law. It says, yeah, we're going to find you. What was it? It was no light fee. Was it five? I, mean, I want to say it was 50, maybe 15. There was some increment of $5,000. 5000 being on the low end. That if you used more water than what you were allowed. Um, you got this massive fine. And all the dipshits that go, Oh my God, I don't understand. <laughs> California! Stupid song. From the 90s, from the 90s, from the 90s, from the 90s. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Spill out, shoot, shoot, shoot. Spill out. Remember that was cool, guys, when moving to California was all the rage? I'll grant the... Uh, oh, we can't even say millennials, but they continued the, the trend. Uh, before you millennials get too excited, the uh, Gen Xers were millennials before you. Uh, we had this thing called grunge. Hell, no, one's even, <laughs> no one even acknowledges Gen X exists. <coughs> it's it's kind of like, uh, hello, <laughs> excuse me. We, we existed, but... Uh, yeah, there's this whole grunge phase. And uh, the Gen Xers were just as dopey and stupid as the Millennials. Well, maybe not that bad, but they were pretty bad. And uh, we started that whole grunge thing, and then everyone said, Fuck California. 
We're going to Seattle, man. Portland, man. I'm going to get my acoustic guitar and grow my hair out long and wear some flannel. And do pot. What's this mess thing? Whoa! Fast forward 25 years later. I'm still here, man. Shitting in the streets of Portland. And then they all settled in Tacoma. You cannot go to Tacoma without a tattoo. You must have a tattoo to go to Tacoma. And that's where Gen Xers go to Rotterdam. If ever, if ever. I know we pick on the millennials a lot. But if you ever want to see some dead-ed loser Gen Xers, go to Portland. They're not the, the youngins who are starting up their, their beer brew pub. It's all these tatted up old Gen Xers in their 40s. <laughs> got their tattoos. <clears throat> Women got their hair pitch black like Betty Page. Oh, they're all rebels. And they, they all go to brew pubs and they all got their tattoos and they all think they're kind of in this biker game from circa 1955. It's like, no. No. There was. There was a rockabilly scene back in the day and rockabilly's cool. You know, 20 years ago. And I do appreciate rockabilly music. I even appreciate the color, you know, hot rods and all stuff like that. But, uh, you know, that's something you kind of do maybe teens, 20s, maybe your 30s. Maybe keep that as part of your culture. Like you're into hot rods, you like rockabilly music, nothing wrong with that. But if you're still living the life, yeah, I got a hot rod tattoo. Do you got a 401k, you dumb shit? I'm opening up a brew pub. Did you pay your alimony or your child support? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you go open up a brew pub. All right, yeah, that'll... that'll. You're, you're, what was I thinking investing in the S&P 500? You're, you're going to make a go of it. You, you, you know, all those other brew pubs, no one knows what they're doing. But you, my fine young sir, are not so young. <clears throat> You're going to do that. Um, let me do the sponsors real quick from memory. Academiccomposition.com If any of you are still stupid enough to go to college, drop out now. Uh, but if you are going to school for something worthwhile and you just don't have the time or the patience to write bullshit papers for bullshit classes that have nothing to do with your degree, consider hiring Academic Composition. Go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your papers for you. Alex is also always hiring marketers and writers. Both jobs suck. They are not fun jobs. But my passion is to write. It will soon not be your passion. I, oh, by the way, I'll announce it later. I'm not, I, I filmed the video. I was like, ah, not yet. I still got some stuff to do. Uh, Asshole Consulting is going to go on a month hiatus because um, I'm burnt out. I'm just burnt out. All, all, all jobs, no matter what, man, they lose their novelty and they all end up sucking. Not that Asshole Consulting is the worst job, but it's not. It's a great job. But even I need to take a break. I think I've only taken a break once before and it's now coming up on six years of business. Can you guys believe that? Asshole Consulting is coming up on March 14th, um, uh, 2014. <clears throat> I can't believe it myself. I remember I got back from Wyoming. I'm like, this might work. <laughs> I'll get some beer money out of there. That'll be a little fun thing to do. Cha-ching!
And then Cappy also contributed to a IRA. Um, anyway, uh, academiccomposition.com. It's not going to be fun writing. It's not going to be fun marketing. But you can do it from home. You can do it from a beach. And you get paid. So go contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. Tell him Cappy sent you. you got to tell him Cappy sent you. So that way they know, oh yeah, Cappy is driving the, the business over here. Um, Terrence Pop, even though he uh, he hasn't done any promoting and he hasn't texted me back, he must be busy. He came out with a book here recently. Um, ch- check it out. I forgot the name of it. Uh, I am probably, here's what I'm going to do. This may shock you. I'm going to read that book. Audio book, of course. not going to read it. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd have to sit in one place. <laughs> read a book? <laughs> Sorry. I'm an author. No, thank you. Uh, so he's got a book, so shout out to him there. I should charge him like he charges me, but I like Terrence. Um, and then uh, Adam Piggott, speaking of another man, of incredible value and worth. And I'm totally not bullshitting. Yeah, I am. Uh, no. Uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Check out his site, Pushing Rubber Downhill, where you will find links to his two books, Pushing Rubber Downhill and Run Guts and Pull Cones. Two great books, only one of which I read, but I'm assured the second one is good. Uh, where do I want to go? There's a trail way down there. I better stick to the trail. It's getting dark out. <clears throat> so uh, check out Adam Piggott's site there. He, he has a blog. He writes regularly, more regularly than me. Um, he was on vacation recently. I listened to his latest podcast. It was short. Um, what was it about? I forgot it. But he uh, he was on vacation. and uh, But he he's very regular at producing content. Unlike me, once I start writing a book, it's kind of like, here's some shit. Go. Uh, and then he also has a podcast, the Pushing Rubber Downhill podcast. You can find that on his site. Uh, it's on SoundCloud. And what I try to do, and I should double check see if SoundCloud changed this. I try to um, make it so you don't have to log in to your SoundCloud account or Facebook account to download the MP3s from my SoundCloud site. If that is not the case, if you have to do that, let me know because I've been thinking about switching podcast supporters uh, because it's just just a fucking pain in the ass. They all got to get their digs in you. Oh, log in through Facebook. You know why they want you to log in? Like, well, don't set up an account with us, but log in through Facebook so they get all the fucking data. So they can advertise to you. I don't know. SoundCloud is... it. It's so sad. Their user interface was so crisp, so clean. I really liked it. And then it's just like, oh, we got to... All right, here's SoundCloud. Here's $120. I, I want you to stick your dick into me. I know I don't like this $120, but that dick is worth sticking inside of me. And then it's like, well, maybe another inch more. So now all your listeners have to log in. And maybe another inch more now, uh, because what do they do? Um, oh, when you're listening to it, they used to have this great thing where you could just fast forward. Half, not even half the time. Maybe a fifth of the time that loads up. So if you switch out of the, the app or whatever, uh, you, you can't find where you have to listen to the whole damn thing again. And it's like it's like gals. Wow, this is a great gal. I'm gonna I'm gonna hook up with her. I changed for you, I got fat. I cut my hair. 
And all those things you loved about me, I've changed that too. Is it change good? Obama said change is good. <laughs> How'd that change work out for you uh, Democrat voting folk, huh? How'd that work out? All the problems solved now? Did we, we do good? Uh, it's just it's a pain in the Okay, now I gotta gotta get a new login. Gotta gotta find a place to upload all my podcasts again. Gotta set up a Podbean. I gotta send the RSS feed to Apple and to Stitcher and all these. It's like nah, fuck it. Just fuck it. Remember Yahoo. Yahoo hasn't changed their layout in several years, thank God. We improved it. No, you fucking didn't. You just added a bunch more fucking advertising. Three more layers of login and username shit I never fucking asked for. (coughs) So anyway, it might be somewhat uh, difficult to tune into Adam Pickett's podcast. But you can listen to it live on SoundCloud. Just don't... It's real hard to get the MP3. I always like downloading the MP3, put it on my phone, and that way I don't have to fuck with it. Um... What else? Who else we got? Oh, Masculine Geeks. Go check out the Masculine Geeks. And uh, our, our friend TJ Martinell. Going to tjmartinell.com. MasculineGeeks.com. And then Robert. <coughs> Go and visit Robert at robsays.net. Um, who else is... Lo- oh, uh, the man who would not be king, Jack Napier. Uh, he, he has a podcast... Well, no, he doesn't. I take that back. He's like Chris Beckloff. He's a typical millennial. He does not have a podcast. He has a YouTube channel. So if you want to listen to it on your phone, you either better have reception or a huge data plan because you got to download video. And then hopefully your phone don't burn out because it's technically showing the screen the entire time. <laughs> so you used to see, I used to, you got to handicap millennials. They're, they're like special. They're special. They need extra. They're like the special educate. What percent of millennials went through special ed? It's like 40%. We didn't have that until my later years in school. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm special ed. I think I looked it up one time. Special ed accounts for like 30% of the budget once you take away pensions and overhead costs. It's just babysitting. Oh, um, but you, what I used to be, you used to be able to do this. You could add a plugin to a Firefox-based browser that would allow you to download YouTube videos. Then you could put that into an audio program like Audacity or Goldwave, which is what I prefer, and you could save it as an MP3. Then you could, and it opened up a whole world. Like, I, I think it doubled the amount of podcasts, quote-unquote, you could listen to. So you could, whatever was on YouTube, you could convert it to MP3. And you just listen to it. That's how I got in all this this history and all that other good stuff. I listened to a two-hour documentation on the Assyrian Empire. And this guy went over there and killed that guy, and that guy went over there and killed this other guy, but then that guy's brother came back to kill him, and like, oh, everything was all fucked up there. And they left some old tablets. 
so you could convert that to MP3. Not anymore. YouTube rolled out with a whole new thing where any kind of add-on will not work anymore. And so now, you then now we go to Plan B. Oh, boys and girls, if I could convey some to the youngins, you come to old old Uncle Cappy, older brother Cappy. Give you younger brothers and sisters some advice. You always need to have a plan B. You need to be like Geordi in Star Trek. You gotta have the workaround. You always need a contingent plan because people are gonna fuck with your primary. They're just gonna fuck with your primary. <clears throat> and so your system, whether it's your daily schedule or your work or whatever, is gonna come to a screeching halt. It's just like it's like changing parts in a car. You need not every part in the car has gotta work. Lord knows I have shitty cars. But you know, there's some key elements. And then someone says, Oh, we've changed the engine. We know your entire business, your entire intellectual life has depended on this key element where you could convert video into MP3s. Um, yeah, fuck you. So then I went to my secondary. It's always good to have a secondary on these key things. My secondary is there's websites on the internet that will, you post the link and it'll convert it for you. Oh, that's all fucked up now too. I used to have like two or three I could go to. Now, oh no. Oh no. You know, Punjab's got to get the blondes with the big boobies. And they came up with a new idea that will improve it. Like, oh, your video that you linked here is over an hour long. If you'd like to have the luxury or deluxe service for $5.99, fuck you. Just fuck you. Then go to another one. You hit, you hit convert. Bunch of pop-ups. <coughs> Fucking computer screen freezes up. It's like, fuck. It's so sad, but if you were to add it up, I bet you if you were to add it up, a good 10% of your time is just fucking dicking around because somebody fucked with something that was... Somebody tried to fix something that wasn't broke, and now you got to spend 10% of your waking hours fucking around, getting it back to normal, and finding a workaround. This... These academics, oh my God, we've so lost America. The one thing where very early on where I started to realize economics was bullshit was having, it was a professor at first, and then it was Paul Krugman, third or fourth, but I had other guys with gray hair that should have known more than me, and I should have known more to know that I knew more than them, is they're saying, oh, we can't have that kind of economic growth. We're a maturing economy, which I just fucking hated the con- We're a maturing economy? Uh, no, we're the United States of a fucking America. This used to be back when I was dumb and naive and thought Americans were Americans, and I just had a really shitty bad experience with uh, all my peers in high school and college, and then I realized, oh no, everyone's just a fucking bloated piece of shit. There are no real Americans left. Oh, my grandpa was the last real American I knew. Oh, bye, grandpa. Wish I knew that 20 years ago when you died. So there's a well there's not enough capacity. You see, we we've looked at the capital inventory, we've looked at inventories and, and with uh, inventory management systems and well if we look at the interest rates and all the guys we're we're at a and they would actually come up with ideas like, no, we can only really grow the economy at two and they get it down to a car two and three quarters percent. You know, otherwise we'd risk and fall how the fuck do you know that? You dumb fucks can't predict shit. I'm the only economist I know that's any pretty I'm I'm bad and pretty damn good. I think I'm like batting 750. 
uh, I thought there'd be a, I thought the Obama crisis, the housing crisis would be the, that jump, that was a little bit earlier. I did predict the housing bubble, but I thought that is what was going to collapse us. I thought that was going to come later. And uh, I was wrong on the timing. And I was also wrong because I, I truly did understand the power of the world's reserve currency. I'm like, oh, this is why we could have, we just, we could print ourselves out of this. Okay, I get it now. I'll just stay here in the United States while we print our problems away, which will only breed more. <laughs> Hope China doesn't get its act together. So what I disliked about it is they always made it seem like, one, this was a known quantity, two, they had the fucking answers, and three, the defeatism. Where I'm like, we put a fucking man on the moon. We created, well, we didn't create electricity, we captured it. We made lights. We, we've got vaccines. We've saved the world three fucking times. We've done a nuclear bomb. Fly. We've done it. Fuck it. We, 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 we mean we can only go some, some limp dick, small, peen-eyed man, 2.75%. Fuck you. You know, I remember Reagan. I remember, I think there's a quarter in there. And I remember because I was a kid. And it was, you, you think a kid wouldn't pay attention to economics and politics. Not that I was watching the McNeil Air News Hour, the guy who, which by by way, passed away. But I knew times were good in the 80s. Boy, did I like Ronald Reagan. Holy shit. Ended up getting some nice food. Some, the toys, you know, for my grandparents. I don't know, that, that kind of improved. I mean, it's, it's possible. You can have a booming economy. But these fucking policymakers, that, which is, the concept is stupid unto itself. That there should be policymakers in a free market economy. Well, you, you, if, any, if the government should have any involvement at all, it's like, what did GDP grow by? Okay, we're gonna, it grew by 3%, print off 3% more money, and that's fucking it. We're keeping prices stable. We don't have inflation targets, we don't have debt targets, no, no. What, how much money do you need in this economy? Here's how much money you need. And have the U.S. Department of Treasury enforce it. Well, oh, we got these policy measures. We have the, we're gonna, the Federal Reserve's going to tweak here, and, and, and fiscal policy is going to do this, and, 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 and we have targeted growth. I don't know about you, but you see, if, if Captain President or President Cappy ever went into, went into office, and so it says, Aaron, Cap, Cap, President Aaron, what's your target economic growth rate? I'd be like, um, infinity. What do you want it to be? What are you fucking nuts? I want I want economic growth to be infinity. They actually have targeted economic growth rates. Well, we're targeting three and a half percent. Why not four and a half? This gets to like you know the the Democrat primaries. Andrew Yang comes in. I'm going to give you a thousand dollars a month. Why not fifteen hundred? I'll see your fifteen hundred. I'll raise you two thousand more. Thirty five hundred. They, they, these fucking economists, these policy wonks, actually think it's a fucking science. They actually think they could control the economy. They could tank it. They could slow it down. But, but it, I guess what it, what gets me about it, is it makes the statement that you that this whole economy, all humans, are utterly predictable and automatonic. There's no true Americanism left. There's no idealism. There's no. Industrial. There's no let's go and kick ass and take names. Americanism is truly dead because you got some limp dick fucker like Paul Krugman. Oh, we can like grow in two and a quarter percent. Uh, hey, Paul, why don't you bend over and suck your own fucking dick and ship off the fucking academic land? You goddamn. And not even because he's a communist. 
because uh, he's just such a small-minded fuck. Why can't we grow as fast as we possibly can? That might trigger inflation. No, it won't. Producing more shit is going to trigger inflation? Fucking absurd. <clears throat> and so that's how I kind of... When I when I realized there's no... Like, I thought I was going to study economics and finance. Hey, we can unlock it. We can get great economic growth. We can raise everybody out of poverty. That was my goal. Foolish and naive as it was. Now it's like, how can I live off you fuckers? <laughs> how can I get most of your... Fuck if I produce GDP. I'm going to sell you lies. I'm going to become a drug dealer, essentially. A legal drug dealer is what I'm going to become. Fuck this idealistic bullshit of paying down the debt and getting GDP to grow at 8% a year and putting everybody above $80,000 a year in income per capita. Fuck that shit. Nope. It's Parasite Clary now. Give me your fucking money. Machiavellian Cappy. But it's still there. Because this putting a limit on some dynamic as the human mind, let alone 320 million of them, don't tell me this fucking bullshit where we can only grow at three and a quarter percent. Bullshit. People should be innovative, creative. God almighty, could you imagine if everybody had the hustle Glendon Cameron or Erica Shanta Williams? Look them up. Erica's classy kind. I mean, you have the potential for infinite wealth. We've achieved it in many regards. Holy shit. Compared to 500 years ago, they, 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 it's magic what we've pulled off. You go back to 1500 say, hey, see that big fucking sphere in the sky? Not only do we know how that thing works, we put shit on that. What, actual shit? No, Neil Armstrong. But different story, different time. And if anything, <clears throat> if anything, there is a gold mine, an economic boom of a gold mine. Where we could just not not come up with new innovations or new shit, but just cleaning up our fucking act. Just getting our shit in order. Stop fucking with my Yahoo Mail. Stop making me piss away 10% of my day. Oh, the computer's down. This isn't working. This update is different. Now we got to say, oh, you didn't do that. Oh, you didn't do this. Oh, oh now you have to file a, an income tax return to go and pay a parking fine. Holy fucking shit. Do you guys think maybe we could streamline this a little bit? So you want something that ain't going to... Look, we don't have to lower taxes. Shit. Here's a perfect idea. You want to save money on the government? I'll go along with Andrew Yang. I'll even say bump it up to $2,000. But you know what we're doing? We're getting rid of the Department of Welfare. We're getting rid of WIC. We're getting rid of TAMF. We're getting rid of Obamacare. Here's your fucking money. This is all you fucking get. And if you can't make a go at it, go fuck yourself. Meanwhile, hey, all you guys at the Department of Medicare and Disability and Welfare and TAMF, you're all fired. Go sign some fucking real jobs. And oh my god, did we just like save, you know, a couple hundred billion in administration fees that we can return to the economy? Oh my god, did the economy, wait, did poverty drop, taxes get lowered, and the economy grow by an extra half a percent? Oh, California, we're banning, we're banning fireplaces because of particulates. We have to spend time banning, banning straws and plastic bags. Fucking Christ. 
So it's and it's kind of sad, you know, because oh, Cappy was young and idealistic one time. He had dreams, you know. He thought he was gonna. He was passionate about economics. Oh, he had a passion. <laughs> he wanted to do good in the world. Oh, how sad. How sad. How far I've fallen. Now all I want to do, make my fucking money. And that's the other thing. It's not even making my money anymore. Now I think it's the um, the book, which I'm not gonna lie to you guys, is some of my best writing. But it's, like I said before, in other places, it's the darkest writing I've ever written, and I don't even know if I'm going to publish the darn book. Um, <clears throat> because, oh yeah, I'd love to have the money. Yeah, there's a shot it's going to, it's going <laughs> to, go. really, if there's a book that's going to do it, uh, this might be it. This might be the one to make it to the New York Times bestseller. So unlike every other fucking author out there, you know, I'm a best-selling author, Lizzie McGee. You look her up, you're like, you got three reviews. Who the fuck said you were a best-selling author? I'm talking about a real one. Um, but uh, I've, you know, minimalist. Hey, it pays off, guys. Minimalism pays off. Don't make a lot of money. Don't need the money. But all the money that I would make with it... Uh, it, honestly, you just go to a plan B. Or I'd buy some place in Spain. So in case fucking commies take over here and decide, oh, wait, all that money you made. So like you benefited unfairly. And so now we're going to take it. I mean, like, no, that's, that's really all I do with the money. So aside from that, I don't really have a need for the money. I'd still do all this stuff. And, um, the book, though, I'm kind of looking at it, and it's, uh, it's a bomb. It's a, not a bit, not like, not bomb like a movie, but it's, <clears throat> it, it's a big-ass truth bomb. This is the biggest truth bomb, or the most truth bombs ever compiled. Really, seriously, not even, I mean, this is the Zara Bomba. Look it up, the largest nuclear bomb exploded, it was, uh, the Russians. Interesting documentary that you used to be able to download on YouTube in an MP3 format, but you can't anymore. And I'm like, do I want to fuck with fate? <laughs> do I want to? I'm, I'm kind of happy now. I've never been in this situation in my life before. I can afford food. I don't worry about rent. Like, this stability and serenity, and it's like, yeah, I could make, let's say, it goes off the uh, $2 million dollars. Buddy, yeah, what would you do with two million? Yeah, I guess I golf at a slightly nicer place once in a while. Maybe I get my my I get my pimped out donk. I, I'm definitely gonna do. That. I'm gonna do no matter what. So maybe I, I wouldn't. Even, they, they, in other words, nothing would really change. I'm thinking like, is this worth it to attract this much attention? Is this is this really worth it? Because what else am I gonna do? Is this the, the money's not gonna be? That consequential to me. That would be nice. But, fuck. And even things like um, doxing, demonetization, that, that aside, that's always been a constant threat. And truth be told, I've always, you know, had contingency plans. Ah, contingency plans, see? Contingency plans. I've always had that in the back of my mind, so it's not that. But it's just kind of like, like people, they win the lottery and their lives get all fucked up. It's just this big ass, you know, we're having all good old times skipping rocks in the little pond, and I'm about to throw this 
big ass huge boulder into the pond. I'm going, is that guy going to have an effect? And, uh, yeah, so I got a, I got, I just, just, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if the, to quote the red pill community, the juice is worth the squeeze. Get a lot of juice, but maybe too much juice. If that makes any sense. It's kind of a larger point. It's just kind of sad. Where, <laughs> one to guys, I was so going to help out. I had such great intentions. And then you just get so beaten up and just like looking with a bunch of fucking retards. First, it's a bunch of assholes. Then you find out, you find out most of the world is a bunch of assholes. Doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Commie, doesn't matter. <clears throat> then when you find out most of the people on your team die at the age of 35, they don't want to go in it. And then you're just like, huh. And you really retreat. You really become insular. You know, you really kind of, not to sound sad and depressing, but you're kind of like, ah, I'm going to go a hike on all by myself. Look at this whole mountain I had to myself. You guys can't see it. You can see the pictures if you want to go on Facebook and see it. But it, it's, in other words, I don't see what having a shit ton of money would do to improve my life all that much more. And I kind of like, you know, he's the old man up on the mountain with his little shack. Nobody's going to go bother them, old man, old pissed off curmudgeonly Clary, old man Cappy, sitting up on his mountain. He ain't bothering no one. All of a sudden, word gets around, look, best-selling author Aaron Clary. Oh my God, he said this thing this one time and did this stuff. Oh my God. CNN, Anderson Cooper, Aaron Clary, said things and stuff that people on the left don't agree with. Should we crucify him or burn him alive? Send your vote to Anderson Cooper, 3 dixiecom .org, whatever. But yeah, it's kind of sad. It's uh, I wonder how many... Guys and gals out there, and I, not to sound, oh, that was my passion. You, I'm, 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 I'm uh, ruling out you fucks that decide, oh, I want to help children and change the world because of my passion. No, that's just I'm a lazy fuck and I don't want to do anything. Can we all agree, even though my degree is worthless, I've met this many times, that at least going into finance to improve the economy through economic growth, innovation, blah, 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 that had some moral aims. <clears throat> And I'm wondering how many other people are like, you're an engineer, you're going to create or innovate something, and then you just get there, and it's just this taxing work. Not only because you pay 40% in taxes, but the work itself is just soul-sucking. And now especially, oh my God, you're an engineering company, you make pistons, I don't know. And, and 10 years ago, you went into the company, may have been a boring job, but by God, you know what you were doing? You were making pistons. Now, oh my God, so it's Vagina Fest and Diversity Square, and we're going to have a pep rally, and now our CEO's going to talk to us about saving the environment, and da, da, da. it's like, oh, there's that 10%. There's that 10% again I was talking about. What if you didn't have to? Look, meetings, holy shit. Corporate America was already inefficient to begin with, with meetings. You was, there was a ton of fat to trim there. Now, all this corporate virtue signaling, and they drag you... Look, I understand. 
Go make your announcements. Go make your commercials. But you're going to drag your fucking employees in on this too? <laughs> it's like you're 101st in Bastogne. I know you got to hold the line, but we have diversity training. Come back here. We're going to tell you about what a great contribution our Asian Latino Americans have contributed to the, to the protection of Bastogne. It's like, um, can we fight the fucking Germans? <laughs> No, we're going to take shifts, but this is good morale, and we got to show appreciation. How about you show appreciation Well, we can all do our fucking job and not get killed by the Germans? Huh? Well, why are you such a bigot there, you know, Corporal Clary? Do you hate Latino Asians? <sighs> all right, I'm coming up on my car in the neighborhood. I don't want to bother the people. I will see you guys later. And toodles.